Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. This is Fightful Wrestling's list in your boy for November 9th, 2022. And you know what? If you don't get enough of us today, we got a post show at FightfulSelect.com. The list goes on that we've done 150 episodes of. But before we went on the air here, I gave uh, non-subscribers of Fightful Select a little bit of a surprise. I dropped the 200th edition of the Backstage Report podcast on all of our podcast platforms, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff, Spotify, and FightfulPods.com. So if you've ever been on the fence about getting Fightful Select, Check out the free preview show. I'll tell you more about that later on, but I wanted to put it on your guys' radar. Jimmy Van, how you doing? You're here. <laughs> I'm here doing good, Sean Rossap. Talking off the air about Sean's new studio that he's building and yeah. WrestleCade and all this fun stuff that's going on. Back to so, traveling. Uh, I mean, I I liked... I mean, it feels like it's been months and months and months since I've traveled, really, but... I went what? to Toronto. Yeah, it does. Like you were here get, a month ago. If I get like a month without traveling or three weeks without traveling, I feel like it. But I'm going to Louisville for Impact Media tomorrow. I've got Winston Salem at the end of the month. I I've got GCW in Jeffersonville, which is right across the river from Kentucky, uh, in December. So back on the road. I hope I get to see you guys at some of these things. I met like so many people in Toronto. I met more people in Toronto than I did in Cincy that like knew about fightful so that was really cool but uh yeah we're we're gonna have just an insane number of interviews and now joel's doing interviews in person we got matt young who's done some interviews for us in person too so uh holy crap just a ton of content and you know what you guys can get it all here at fightful.com and fightful select caden sends a super chat says see you at wrestlecade sean yeah uh me and jeremy are gonna hit a 3d on you that's what's gonna happen there buddy 
That's going to happen. He didn't say see at WrestleCade Sean. He said see at WrestleCade Jonathan. Yeah, the, the Cease twins call me that. But anyway, guys, do what Caden did. Send a super chat. Send a humper chat. Caden mentions he's doing interviews too as well. Any exclusive content we can get, we're excited for. But super chats and humper chats, if you don't know what those are, humperchats.com allows you to leave questions or statement before you even get on the air here. Uh, so before listening, your boy, before tonight's AEW show, you can also donate here at youtube.com slash Fightful. We like to be a very interactive show. But hey, if you don't want to donate, you can leave a thumbs up. It greatly helps us out as does leaving a content or a comment on the actual video. And uh, right out of the gate, we have Joseph saying, SRS, you mentioned last week you've never met an Astros fan, but we met at ROH during Mania weekend. How about those Astros? Jimmy, how you feeling about the Oilers? Well, first off, I want to say congrats to Dusty Baker, who was the Reds manager back in the day. I'm very happy to see him win a World Series. But how you feeling about the Oilers, Jimmy? Uh, they'll be just with, fine. With your- with your new Maple Leaf fan co-host here. Yeah, that's... I almost feel like I have to reduce your pay just based on that. Yeah, that ain't happening. The uh, the Oilers are going to be fine, but did you see what happened last night with a player named Evander Kane? I didn't. So get this, Sean. Last night, they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. Evander Kane's a forward for the Oilers. He gets knocked down, and when he gets knocked down, his arm happens to be laying across the ice like this. And as yeah. his arm is laying across the ice like this, one of the players accidentally goes by, skates over his wrist. And cut a tendon. And uh, a serious situation. Blood was everywhere. And uh, they were able to uh, they were able to uh, get him stable. I think he already had wrist surgery. He's going to be out for, a, for at least a month. But uh, that was a scary... I had never... So Evander Kane, if you don't know hockey, Evander Kane is a power forward. He's a big, strong guy. I had never seen him so terrified. He ran off screaming, help, help, help. Yeah. And uh, it was a very scary situation. That but, is uh, horrifying. That sounds it was really bad. terrible. Yeah, but the Oilers are going to be just fine. Yeah. I, I typically like to wait until January before I start to gauge how a team's going to do. Yeah. So we got a couple months, but I think they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Well, I was are they going to win the cup the way they're, they're playing? No, but they're going to be fine. So I don't know a ton about hockey. I'm still still learning. I decided to adopt the Maple Leafs and didn't know anything about broadcast rights, anything like that. And Honestly, usually when I'm watching a game like that, it's when I'm working and I tend to work more in the mornings and afternoons, but I was happy last night. I was I was in the office getting some work done and I realized, oh, I can watch all these Maple Leaf games on ESPN Plus, which was uh, pretty nice, pretty handy for me. But, you know, Jimmy, if you have trouble tracking down where broadcast rights are and, and you want access to a lot more content, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered. Wherever you are, you can get any type of service, any type of content with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can get four additional months free, a great deal, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Why a 30-day money-back guarantee? Because they're going to say, you know what? If for some reason you don't like saving money, if for some reason you don't like changing your virtual location with just one click, if for some reason you don't like access to tons of content, pay-per-views at a much more affordable rate, being able to block malware, annoying pop-up ads, and online trackers, well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will give you your money back. This stuff is great. It allows you to browse safely and securely. I mentioned that I'm traveling. You best believe I'm not going to be trolling around Winston-Salem without any protection. On my computer, or my phone, or my desktop, or my laptop, or the TV, or the Surface Pro, because NordVPN.com slash Fightful covers 
all those things. Strap up, as they say, with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Don't be going and slinging your devices all over those dangerous areas. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Jimmy, I am stoked to be working with these guys for 2023 as well. I hit him up and I was like, hey guys, I'd really like to expand this because our audience specifically has responded incredibly well to uh, to this. So I'm I'm very happy about that. But yeah, we've got we've got lots of stuff here. Lots of stuff with NordVPN. So quickly before we get started, I want to give a shout out to the lovely Kate Elizabeth. Wow. Because on Thursdays, I do a podcast for Know Your News called KYM Live. I do it every Thursday, 3 o'clock Eastern time, talking stupid news stories. Tomorrow, November 10, I have an appointment like right when I normally do the podcast. And so Mm -hmm. I cannot do the podcast. And Kate Elizabeth is going to step in and be my guest host of KYM Live. And I think her guest, from what I hear, is John Elba. So uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Who do you ever beat? Who do you ever beat? Well, uh, I can tell you who he didn't beat. Lots of people. Davey N, for one, on the indie circuit. Uh, he beat some jobbers to, to win an Emmy at one point. But I mean, right. I know lots I know lots of people with Emmys. So I know at least two, personally. I, I know. At least two. I do know one woman who went to my high school who's got like three Emmys. Okay, okay. But she's, she's a producer. So. I feel like you can get him out of a vending machine if you go to the right place. I think that's where John got his. It's possible. Anyway, knowyournews.com, youtube.com slash knowyournews, three o'clock Eastern tomorrow. And then I also want to give a shout out to our truth, man. From me. Uh, You get enough shout outs. So, our truth, he confirmed the torn quad that he suffered on NXT last week. Uh, I imagine given his age, he's going to be 51 in January. He's probably going to be out for a while with that. Yeah, probably. And uh, best best of luck to him. What What a positive, fun. A uh, member of the locker room, I imagine he must be. You never hear any negativity about our truth. So I constantly say, I constantly say, he's the type of person you want on your team. He's the type of person you want on in your locker room, for sure, for sure. Um, Ashton says, is "There any male wrestlers WWE is interested in? How about this, Ashton? Yes, is the answer I'll give you. FightfulSelect.com this week." Is where you're gonna hear about it. Subscribe. Let's help push us back over nine thousand. People stop getting bitten and fired and and all that stuff. Well, let's get back over nine thousand. How about that one? I love Cardona's idea. What's that? He wants to do a cinematic match, Matt Cardona against Zack Ryder. Oh yeah, I think that's fantastic. And he would even like film Matt Cardona stuff and then shave to be Zack Ryder so that he's got the right. I think that's fantastic. That yeah. would be a great idea. You know what it could be, Sean? Sorry, cut it off. You know what it could be? It could be (laughs) Superman, where like Matt Cardona is like the good Superman and Zack Ryder is the bad Superman. The blue Superman, the black Superman, all that. Fantastic. Fantastic. K775 says, Do you think we're at the end of Von Wagner, Cameron Grimes, and Alba Fire and NXT? Felt like it uh, with uh, Grimes yesterday. Yeah, I, I think that Vaughn was getting that push because he was getting looks on the main roster, and it'll be very much a sink or swim situation. I think that what we're we're headed for in NXT is much smaller, shorter evaluation periods. I've said this before. You are not going to have people in general, but much less at the talent level of a Deanna Perrazzo, Chelsea Green, or Stokely Hathaway, who are all TV ready that are just parked for a year at a time. Right. That ain't happening anymore. Uh, Wendy Chu as well. Like You saw her get a look this week. But yeah, I think all of them are probably headed up, uh, in my opinion. And uh, give them the shot. They already considered Von Wagner. 
Uh, Matt Ray Keels says, Happy Wednesday, Sean and Jimmy. Haven't traveled in over a year, but it'll be at Raw 30 and Rumble. Any news on AW Talent for Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, FTR are supposed to be there is what Dave Meltzer said. I'll, I'll work some more on that. But you're not going to be at Raw 30. You're going to be at Raw is XXX, Jimmy. What do you think of that, Sean? I think they're going to bring back uh, Elix Skipper, Christopher Daniels. They're going to bring back Triple X from TNA. That's what they're doing. That had to be intentional, yes? There's no way it's not. Yeah, like right. there, no no one's so stupid as to do that because you seriously just want to use the Roman numerals. No one They're can be that stupid. Big low key fans, Jimmy. That's right. what they are. I'm right, sure you right. didn't watch TNA back then, but they were a great group. Uh some parts I did. Some parts oh, I Triple did. Triple X was badass. Elix Skipper doing that walk across. Remember the Remember that? Of course, of course. Yeah, you know, that that's interesting. I, I've tried to get an interview with Elix Skipper for a very long time, and mm -hmm. um, shout out to Impact's PR guy Ross Foreman. He tried to make it happen, but like. People did not realize that when Elix Skipper popped up in in WCW, he was 32, 33 years old already. Yeah. Like yeah. he looked like he was like 22 or 23, but uh he was he was already, I mean, he's like 55 now. So yeah. and see, way back when TNA started, like I, I knew all the Team Canada guys. Yeah. I worked with all of them. And so I used to watch all their stuff. Like I, I watched some of the old TNA back in the day. Yeah, I mean, if uh, another plug for fightful select in case you, you never saw it like we reviewed and did commentary over a lot of jimmy's footage from the, the shows that he promoted and there was like eric young and bobby rude and, and nova and mikey whipwreck a lot of cool names through there uh we've got ke775 says outside the two war games matches have you heard any other matches for survivor series do you think bianca and Rhea is a tease for the rumble I think Bianca Rhea could be a tease for war games as well, unless they do the four on four with judgment day and, and, and the club uh, OC, but uh, I haven't heard any other matches for survivor series as of yet. It's being, it's being kept pretty quiet there, but um, yeah, I haven't heard anything else, anything new in the Adam Cole front, they're taking their time with him. It was very much a, we'll see whenever it is that he, uh, whenever he's ready, but you don't want to rush anything like that. I tell you, I, I can tell you, I dealt with post-concussion syndrome for years after I had a really bad concussion. And there were times when I was like, cool, I'm going to go train. And then 10 minutes into that training session, I'm feeling it. So it's got to be, you got to be really careful. Darren Walker says, Sean, did you see the article Friday from Dave Share at PWI? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. If you start any question with, did you see the article from Dave Share? My answer is going to be, Hell no, I didn't see that. Hell no, I didn't. But he says, on the punk investigation, called it a farce, said the wife of Ace Steel was not asked any questions, even though she saw everything. So um, I don't know the wife of Ace Steel. I've gotten plenty of information from the punk side of things as well. I've reached out to punk directly. I mean, when punk did his like interview after all this, like his first interview for Starcast. He picked PW Insider to interview him. Right. I'm not exactly surprised that maybe Dave Scherer feels that way, but uh, I, I can't say that I exactly saw what he write, read or, or wrote or anything like that. I didn't see any of that. Uh, I don't know definitively if A. Steele's wife was asked anything. I don't know. I mean, we, we've heard that she hasn't been, but I think they probably should have if she was there. I think that would have been very conducive to to finding out things. Uh, Tom Brady says, who would you like to see win the World Cup and face Gunther? How about this, Jimmy? Who do you want to see on SmackDown? What are the brackets? 
I don't know if they've got brackets set yet, but um, somebody fresh. Uh, I, I got to even think about the roster now over there. I would. Um, so as I look, um, I think Drew would be cool. I think Drew would be a, a very good one. I think that's that'd be a cool. Yeah, name. I mean he he did have his world title shot already. So and he he beat Carrion. Yeah, yeah, he might be all right. I, it'd be nice to see somebody fresh because since it's tournament style, you can elevate somebody fresh. Yes. So, but I off the top of my head, aside from the obvious players, I can't uh, think of any of like say up and coming names that could be a good fit for that. Yeah. So Drew might be a fit, but uh, I don't know. Ricochet already had a shot, or he's already been part of the part of the title. Yeah, I mean, you know who'd be really fun, but they won't do it because it's kind of heel versus heel. Sami Zayn. How about that'd be, that? That'd be great. Sami Zayn and Gunther, uh, book it. That's that'd my be final great. answer. Yeah. Okay, so get your super chats, get your humper chats in, but onto the list, Jimmy. And also, please, guys, leave us a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. So I'm going to uh, talk to you first about some of the good and bad of uh, Crown Jewel, and then that's going to lead into Raw this past Monday. So I was surprised how good the crowd was. In, in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I thought I you meant raw. Ex- <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. Crown Jewel, Crown Jewel. The, the, the remainder of this show would have been me burying you for 45 minutes. That was the yes, worst right. raw crowd I've was, seen in years. There were Thunderdome crowds that were better than that, Jimmy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But no, I thought the Crown Jewel crowd was surprisingly really hot. I didn't expect it. And uh, the women's tag that they had early in the show, really, really good match. The girls really, really worked hard. But because the crowd was so boisterous, it made it that much better. So I was really impressed by the crowd and Logan Paul, man, like whether you love that guy or hate him, he is a natural, he's a natural. And he's right up there to me with a Kurt Angle, a Matt Riddle, a Ronda Rousey in terms of picking up wrestling so fast. He's really, really, really good. My first question for you is what have you heard internally about uh, Logan's injuries? Because it looks like he's going to be out for a while. So I haven't internally heard anything. They haven't let us know anything. Listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not accusing or throwing anything out there. I'm not saying real, not real. It's hard for me to believe that within that amount of time after a a show that day that you're going to be able to diagnose, bam, 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 this, this, this. You usually wait until the swelling goes down. I've had tons of MRIs and stuff like that. So I I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard anything definitively for, for WWE from WWE or anything like that. Logan Paul made it sound like his knee was made out of Parmesan cheese at that point. Like, yeah, it like it was cooked. It was done. If that's the case, he'll be out a very long time. However, I, I, and I'm not saying that he's not injured or it's not that bad or anything like that. I'm not doing that. But Logan Paul is so goddamn smart about kayfabe. When he went on his show after the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens thing, like they joke, they're like, oh yeah, you had to take that stunner from Kevin Owens. And he's like, I didn't know that, that was coming. Like he completely kayfabed his own brothers that knew better, but they were on screen. So he was very smart about it. Um, he's he's very good about grasping this into the business. It wouldn't shock me if maybe it was embellished a little bit. And again, this is a hunch, not a report. And then you know what? He comes back much, much earlier. Because I mean, like yeah, a, right. He's superhuman. A, a, yeah. A few hours after the show, before they even leave the, the, the continent, they're diagnosing that. That seems like pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, it's possible. Cause the other thing too was, you know, Jake Paul got really involved and, and he and Logan got involved with the Usos and it sure looked to me like they were kind of setting up the Paul brothers against the Usos. 
And I wondered if that might be the plan for WrestleMania. I know it's early and, and it was, you know, Jake Paul's first uh, physical thing with WWE. Have you heard anything about the potential for the Paul brothers against the Usos? Maybe WrestleMania 39 in uh, Hollywood. No, but I know Jake Paul's interested in it. I think I think he probably got the bug. I think he probably saw that and he was like, hell yeah. And I joked, if you thought his fights were rigged, well, you saw his working punch. It wasn't good. Uh, but I mean, shoot punch would probably hurt you pretty bad. But I think there's a possibility. Um, I mean, this was one of the most watched. It was the most watched Saudi show ever. But uh, yeah, I think that, we are likely to to see Jake Paul end up wrestling in the future. For sure. How would how do you think that wrestling fans would react or receive the Paul brothers beating the Usos for the tag team titles? Because it seems like the hope of everybody has been Bloodline turns on Sammy, KO saves them, uh, KO and Sammy go after the Usos. So how do you think wrestling fans would take it if now they pivot and they go with the Paul brothers because you know they're they're pretty hot mainstream names. No, I don't I don't think we need to do that. I think Owens and Sammy are the right bet. I think that they're the right ones. And I think if you do that run and it's anybody but Sammy contingent, that that kind of undermines some of it. Uh, but yeah, I think I think the Paul brothers versus Usos will be like a Saudi Arabia match, as Joel Pearl says. I think it's one that you can build up there now. So I, I would do that. All right. Now, Bobby Lashley. At first, I didn't understand the booking. At, at, at crown jewel and basically you know if you're an old school fan you'll get this it was basically bret hart roddy piper wrestlemania 8 that's basically the finish yeah. where where he's got him in the hurt lock brock uses the turnbuckle falls back on him and all i always hate the guy that gets pinned because he looks stupid all you gotta do is release the hurt lock especially um, when it's been done over and over and over, over and over again. and over again. over but, and over again yeah like it, it became like the the go-to for Shayna baszler and when i watch Shayna baszler right. i'm like i know she's a great catch wrestler and the whole thing is is prefaced based on mixing submissions and pins and uh, not getting pinned. So I just, I don't like that. Do something else for years. Stop doing that. So when Bobby came out on Raw, and, and this will lead soon into us talking about that cash-in. When Bobby came out on Raw and did what he did, I couldn't help but think to myself, remember that unhinged character, the unhinged angle that he supposedly pitched to Mr. Man? I couldn't help but watch him and think to myself, you don't think they're going to go down that road, do you? You don't think Lashley now is going to put on a bunch of weight, Sean? You don't no, think they're going to do no, that, no, right? No. They're not going to do Bobby Lashley's unhinged character, right? Because no, they look I, like they're going down that road. I don't like the idea of him doing that anyway. Just no, I hate Like no, a health standpoint. I, yeah. I think that's probably a bad idea, but I don't think so. But we saw Shelton and Cedric back on TV. That was yes. nice. Shelton... Shelton was trending a couple weeks ago. Um, sorry, Mia Yim, but he was. But I feel like the Hurt Business under Triple H could be something. I really, really do. Um, they've tried this over and over again. And you know what? I don't hate the idea of Omos being a part of it. I agree. I mean, MVP's already with them. Exactly. And, that's that's yep. why. Like, Omos, hat, what's he got to do now? Yep. yep. He could be, like... Who can you find that's muscle for Bobby Lashley? Omos. That's it. And he doesn't have to wrestle a ton. Exactly. But, or but at then, all. Or at all. But, I mean, if, if you want to see that he connects, look at the, the attention that it, he got for just going home. 
this past yes, week. That, yes, yes. That story was amazing and heartwarming and mm-hmm. the type of story you want out there, the brilliant stuff from the WWE PR team there to get that out there because that that created a ton of buzz for Omos and a lot of people were like, man, I like this guy now. This is very cool. So uh, capitalize on that. Uh, capitalize on what Omos is good at. And so far, Omos has been best when doing two things, standing by the door at Raw Underground and teaming <laughs> with AJ Styles. Yeah. And yeah. occasionally you can put Omos in the ring. Like imagine Bobby Lashley and Omos teaming together. Right. Well, I mean, damn, you can do some fun stuff there. I think it's everything that's even been done before is kind of fresh with maybe the Triple H perspective. I say probably 15 minutes before I'm going to bury his booking. Yes, and I, I agree, but I think the Hurt Business thing is right there. I think if you had Omos and MVP, they could be the faction of factions, at least on the Raw brand. So I agree. So there was a lot of talk when Hunter took over uh, about his performance as the head of creative, and there was a lot of a, a lot of positivity and about how it was a breath of fresh air. I weren't seeing the same matches over and over again. Early returns were really good, but the last few weeks, I feel like things have really dropped off creatively. And I'm going to go as far as to say that the main event segment on Monday, on Raw this past Monday, I'm going to go as far as to call that the worst of the year in terms of a main event segment. I thought it was deplorable that in one piece of booking, they made Mustafa Ali look like a jobber. They made Austin Theory look like a moron. They tarnished the U.S. title because Lashley, you know, wanted the open challenge. Then he didn't want the open it was a complete debacle. And I understand there were people on social media saying, well, they had to get the money to make briefcase off of Austin Theory. I hate, fine. It. I hate it when people say that. Right. Hate because it. The, it is a fake show. Yes, exactly. Exactly. They can do it any other way. And one argument is, like you said, it's scripted. They could do whatever they want. From a logic perspective, if you're Austin Theory, why wouldn't you want to wait until WrestleMania? And cash in on Roman Reigns from a logic perspective, because that's the biggest spotlight and that's the biggest money opportunity. Instead, you you have the guy go out there when the open challenge hasn't been officially accepted yet. The bell had not rung to start Rollins and Lashley when Theory went out there. He could have taken the open challenge and not sacrificed. The, it was it was awful. I I I don't know how Hunter thought that was good. And uh, and I, I questioned the creative direction as of late. Like, what do you think about the last few weeks? Because there are some hot, bright spots. The bloodline's a lot of sure. fun. Sammy's a lot of fun. Bianca, I think, is 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 a big star. There's some there's some bright spots, but I feel that there's been a lot of creative challenges. And that main event segment, absolute shit. To be frank, it was so, stupid. It was yeah, stupid not good. on not good. on so many fronts. Yeah, people acting like this or or cashing in on Roman were the only two choices. No, because they set a precedent here that literally anything was a choice. He could have cashed it in for the tag titles, the, the 24 seven title. If he wanted, I'm glad he didn't do that, but. Uh, it was an open challenge. Let's go from the start. All right. Mustafa Ali got just jobbed out backstage after building a thing with Rollins. Now, maybe in a week, I'm going to come along and say, I was wrong. This was used to fuel Mustafa Ali. I hope so. Bobby Lashley comes out to answer the open challenge with the intent. Well, why is he mad? Well, he's mad because he got cost the United States title from Brock Lesnar to Seth Rollins. So, so much of his frustration towards Seth Rollins is based around this title, but he wasn't 
he wasn't coherent enough to not jump the bell. Okay, well, to me, the U.S. title open challenge is still in effect. Yes. Elias said that on the bump today. Well, yes. there you go. And if and, it's you, not- and, and and don't forget too, sorry, don't forget too, the first time around, Brock had laid out Lashley, right? When it was Lashley versus Rollins the first time. Brock had laid out Lashley. Then Lashley got in the ring. Then the bell rang. Then the match started. In this case, the bell had not rang. So I, I, I saw I see people in the live chat saying something about uh, he laid him out and negated the open challenge. No. No. It didn't. It's a, the it's open a challenge fake show. Not, yes. It's a fake show. Right, right. You make yeah. up your own rules. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The, on any given week, they're like, brand a brand invitation. Turn the lights out on Raw. Wild card rule. It's fake. It's fake. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, but I mean, they had established things that would have been better. Him against Braun Breaker. Build it up for a big pay-per-view for NXT or a TV. Or have him cash in on SmackDown. So here, here's what they're doing, Jimmy. The only way that they can make a story out of this is make him look really dumb, right? Him yes. He looks really stupid. Yeah. Well, you know what? He looked really stupid and it at least makes sense if he did it against the bloodline and Roman Reigns. And then right. Roman Reigns beats his ass on SmackDown. SmackDown used to be like the place where Roman was defending his title for a while. It was really refreshing because you would get a big fight on a Friday night and it was it was normal. But now I'm told by people, oh, well, it wouldn't have made sense for him to do it against the bloodline. Well, then make it make sense. It is a scripted show. Have him recruit like four or five guys and say, listen, if you make this work, if you give me this title by helping me get rid of the bloodline, all of you get title shots. And then when he doesn't win it, he's got to answer to those guys. It's like answering to a loan shark or something. They're going to take his fingers off of him. Now he's terrified. He's running from there are creative ways to do this and accelerate it besides making Austin Theory look dumb wasting the money in the bank, making Bobby Lashley look dumb, making Mustafa Ali not look good. It hurt everybody, everybody. but yeah. Rollins, That's except right. for Rollins. That's and it. he was already strong. He's, Rollins he's was already strong. actually over. Yeah. The guy gets everything over. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't need dress it. up like a goddamn fox and he'd get over. <laughs> that guy gets everything over. But this was just so, so, so dumb. It was and really people bad. saying... Well, you had to get it off Austin Theory. Not for another eight months you didn't. Yeah. You could have done anything. Or how about this? Rob Van Dam defended his money in the bank briefcase against Shelton Benjamin. Kennedy defended his against Edge. Put it on somebody else. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This is a crutch, Jimmy. It is a it is a storytelling crutch to make things more interesting. And what they've done for years and years and years, especially with the women, is here you go, and then almost guaranteed within 24 hours, it gets cashed in. Carmella is the only woman, the only woman who has held that briefcase longer than one full day. And they even had to redo that because they screwed up the booking of that first match by having Ellsworth win the damn thing. So <laughs> they yeah. have... I was hoping that once Triple H took over, the booking of Money in the Bank and Royal Rumble and a lot of that stuff would get better. I'll say this. The booking of the Royal Rumble couldn't get much worse than it was in January when it led to an all-time low in WWE morale that I at least experienced. Um, So I just don't get it. The show is scripted. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, And that is a storytelling crutch. I agree. It was really, really bad. But uh, let's go on to some positivity here. So uh, John Cena, there are reports that Cena is going to be available for WrestleMania 39 in Hollywood and that he's going to be uh, available to compete in the ring. Now, the question is, who makes the most sense for him as an opponent? And to me, it all comes down to, do you got the rock or not for WrestleMania? Mm -hmm. Because to me, if you've got the rock, then you got to do the rock Roman reigns and you got to do John Cena, Cody Rhodes. To me, that's got to be it, right? Got to be it. But if you don't have the rock, then I think you got to do Cody Rhodes, Roman reigns. And then that leaves Cena open to other opponents. And I, I kind of listed off four that I think make, uh, make sense. One would be edge. Cause they have a history together. Seth Rollins, because he's really hot, Bobby Lashley or Braun breaker. I think one of those four against Cena would be very interesting. 
what, who are your thoughts? So it sounds like you agree with me that if they get the rock, they should do Cena Cody. So if they don't get the rock and if they do Cody Roman, who's your pick to, to wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania? Oh man. They want some um, marquee, right? They want some marquee. Maybe Bray. Really? Because they did the cinematic one there a couple years ago, right? Exactly. You could you could go that that route, but Cody is the ideal one. I agree. Pass pass the torch of the polarizing babyface yes. to Cody. That's that's the one. And from what I I can tell you, that Cody's people seem to want that to happen based on the conversations I had with them earlier this year. Um, but. Oh man, like when when I look at that and I see John Cena supposedly coming back for Mania, first off, I believe it when I see it. Because what happened this year when he came back? That we thought we were getting a run. We thought we were getting him and Austin Theory. Well, I'll tell you one thing: him and Austin Theory ain't happening now unless no. it's an unless it's a unless it's a Rock <laughs> versus Eric Rowan match, Jimmy. Unless <laughs> yes. it's impromptu, right? That's right. it with the same outcome. With the and, same outcome, yes. a complete squash. Yes. Um, I, I think it's, I think him and Bray would be a really good one because you can finally, you can wrap up that story and tell more. You could have some good promos there. I think that would be a good one. I will say this and it does, I know it doesn't really mean anything, but, uh, I saw some footage. Cena was at a comic con, I believe in the UK, uh, in late August, I think it was. And he showed up as WWE superstar, John Cena which I didn't expect because there were a lot of fans there, like Peacemaker fans and whatnot. But he showed up dressed like WWE superstar John Cena. And so uh, I thought, all right, you know, he's, he's, he's not done with it yet. But we'll see. I mean, I think in a perfect world, if WWE can get Rock Roman and Cena Cody, man, you talk about a one-two. You know, you put yeah. one one night, you put the other the other night. Like, it's pretty strong. But uh, I guess we'll see. Um, Sasha Banks. <laughs> As, hold on, as we're okay. on here, I see that Chris Jericho is on the Masked Singer on Fox. Is he? So, he's... I've never seen one episode of that show. I haven't either. Oh. But he's he's dressed as a bridezilla. Like, he's in a dinosaur costume that's dressed as a bride. And, boy, if you've ever heard Chris Jericho talk or sing, you know 100% that is him. <laughs> I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you would know. But the panel is... Well, so was he, he was one of the celebrities that they have to sing and then they decide who the, it is. They just posted the video. Yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, because you definitely know Jericho's voice. For yeah, sure. and it's him singing Shut Up and Dance with Me. Uh, God damn. You might as well just amazing. do Judas. Might as well, because, yeah, you would definitely. No, know. you got to sing a song that isn't yours. I know that. Thing. I know that. I never heard nothing about that till now. So that aired like last night, I guess. People say, play the clip. I Yeah, I want to get demonetized. That's yeah. what I want, my friend. By yeah. the way, send in your super chat. Send in your humper chats. Leave a thumbs up. So Sasha Banks, I saw the footage of her training in Mexico with Juventud Guerrera. And oh, this could... Your pictures. Uh, there was there was both. So there was a picture of her and him, and there's footage of her running the ropes and, and doing some moves. So uh, this could have been uh, human error. It could be nothing. But Crown Jewel, she and Naomi are in the intro. Raw, they're not. Was that just human, human error? error. Okay, human I error. figured. Old I figured. clip. Uh, yeah. WWE told me there was no news to report on that situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they weren't exactly stoked about that either, especially considering Sasha, who is just brilliant at getting buzzed for herself, posted that video saying, a day I've been waiting for for six months coming up. And 
I don't know what it is. People keep asking me, what is it? What is it? I don't know. I don't know if she's coming back. Don't know if she's getting a release. Don't know if she's doing a Star Wars thing. Don't know if it's a signing. Don't know if it's a makeup or clothing line. No idea. Did she post that recently? Yes, a video this this past week. How did you not see that, but you have her as a topic here? How did you not see that? I didn't see the video. I heard about it, but I I thought it was related to the CBD line. I thought. Hell, I don't know. But okay. whatever it is, she got buzzed for it. And Caden says, do you think they're possibly kayfabing you about that? Okay. I want to clarify this. Sorry, I'm not bearing you, Caden. PR company, PR for WWE, AEW, Impact, it is not their job to kayfabe somebody like me. It isn't what they do. Because if they do that, then they want me to run something else. I'm going to say, go get fucked is what I'm going to say. Uh, because that's just that's just not what they do. A lot of people are like, they're working it, they're working you. It wasn't that. They just said no news to report on that. They didn't say no, yes, she is coming back, she isn't coming back. That's just not what those PR companies do. Um, they'll confirm stuff, deny stuff, say they do, don't have information, but they don't work angles for the media, whether it be peripheral media or or mainstream media or anything like that. So uh, just to clear that up, that just isn't what they do. Wrestlers do. Um, execs do, I'm sure. They try, but PR uh, of the companies do not. So I, I like to use this show to debunk stuff with you. That's one of the reasons I yeah. like to do this. And so I'm going to ask you this because I saw people, you know, people's minds were working after Raw. So I'm going to ask. So the War Games women's match. Uh, they've announced it's going to be Bianca's team against Bailey's team. So far, they've announced uh, Damage Control and Nikki Cross on one side, and they've announced uh, Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka on the other, which leaves two spots open on Bianca's team. People's got the gears turning. They're like, oh, Sasha and Naomi are going to be those two. I don't think so, especially when Candice LeRae's already kind of in the angle. Yeah. What What would you put on odds that Sasha and Naomi are those two on Bianca's team? About 25%, maybe. Yeah, I'd even, I, I might even go lower than that. But yeah, yeah, I got it at about 25%, unfortunately, but uh, we got plenty of super chats and humper chats in there. Uh, Connor says, should Usos lose the tag titles the same show Roman does, or should one lead to the other? I think it should be a gradual losing of, of all that stuff. Like, like it's disintegrating uh, around them. When do you think Roman loses the belts? Uh, WrestleMania, if, if uh, the rock isn't there, if the rock comes in, it needs to be before. Creed. Do you see Charlotte joining Team Bailey at War Games and Sasha and Naomi joining Team Bianca? If not, who do you see joining both sides? Uh, I could see Rhea and Mia both joining and then Candice LeRae as well. But I don't think it'll be them. I'm starting to lose a little bit of hope in, in that system. Uh, Connor says, uh, nope, that's Caden, says, Logan Roman, my match of the year, had a hoot as someone who grew up with those guys. Sean, have you heard anything on Miro? Haven't seen him since All Out. He's fine. He's ready. He can work whenever. Uh, they just not being used. I wish I had an answer. Wish I had uh, an answer. Just yikes. Um, I love Miro, man. He's so me funny. Too. Mr. CJ Lilly says, hey, guys, what are the ra- why are the ratings low? Even for the Monday Night Football time, the 50-50 booking, stalling stories like DC, Miz, Loomis, even Bray, and crazy booking like Clash. Any news on more games or Alexa's story? I mean, Alexa's going to be in more games, obviously, but no no additional news on the story. Football's white hot right now. That's about all I can say is football is like the hottest thing in America, and that's 
That's what people want to watch right now. And pro wrestling is very DVRable right now. Yeah, the only thing that beat Raw on Monday, because Raw was low with about a 1.5 and change average. The only thing that beat Raw was either football or new shows about football. That was it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, KE775 says, with so many trios, do you think Triple H would be open to those titles? If he is, he needs to combine the tag titles. Like, combine the tag titles definitively. Don't ever split those up again. And then do trios titles. But yeah, I think he'd be open to that he's not going to call them trios titles probably not probably the six-man tag titles yep mr cj lily says are we sure Brit bruce hasn't been directing things the last few weeks since triple h is covid scared <laughs> he's doing vince's old style just a theory nope uh triple h and bruce were running it again after one week of triple h gone triple h was like going nuts not being able to be there but he is back now let's uh, let's just blame the road dog that sports entertainer let's just blame him what let's a dumb that. thing he said Tony says, hey, Sean and Jimmy, do you know if the, the last long-term feud between two wrestlers, I mean, like a full year or more that didn't bore you with its length and had a satisfying ending? Um, For a year or more? Hangman's saga with Omega, I thought was masterful storytelling. I thought that was really, really good. For a year or more, I don't know if I can think of anything that's, that's been going on for, I can't think of anything as of late. Because typically they go they they go so quickly now. So that um, might be the only one I can think of. Joel Wood says, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, but in 2019, she took a break, then showed footage of her training in Japan. Mm -hmm. Five weeks later, she returned on Raw. Makes me wonder. Well, I mean, yeah, but we're talking five weeks later. That could be for a lot of things. Maybe she's she's training for GCW's big debut in Jeffersonville, Indiana. That's what she's doing. That's what, That's she's, what doing. she's doing. Yeah. Mr. CJ Lilly says last Fuck one. USA. Fight is where I want to be. <laughs> Fight plus, asshole. Plus, plus, fight plus. <laughs> Mr. CJ Lilly says, the last one, how do you reunite, integrate Alexa with Bray as Nikki hasn't had any physical contact with Bray? He's using her and Alexa as a face. Odd for a face to get targeted. Well, you can just play off of their history. But I don't know if there's any particular rhyme or reason behind the Bray stuff that's popping up on Clash of the Castle or, or any of that as of now. But... um well, the only thing different was she was the first one to acknowledge it. Yeah. Because it cut off her promo and distracted her. And that's the first time. Usually it's in the background or, you know, they don't really say anything. She was the first. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I just think you can play off of history. That's a very easy way. Again, that's a storytelling crush. Play off of history. Utilize all of that. Make it work. As far as Sasha, um, I, I I mean, I'm sure she'll be back in... I think she'll be back in the ring before the end of the year or maybe the start Rumble. of the year, maybe regardless. Yeah. Uh, Joel Wood... Uh, actually, we just read that one. Trace, says any news on the WWE New Japan stuff? Osprey recently talking about matches with Seth and Ricochet. Saw Is that. there a chance WWE sends people to Wrestle Kingdom? I still think Carl Anderson's working Wrestle Kingdom. I think that they'll have their match. I think he'll have his match with Hikaleo. I think he'll beat Hikaleo. And then he'll have a match at Wrestle Kingdom. I think they'll use that to create buzz and heat. That's my pick. But I think that he'll be there. Right, because everybody thinks he's just dropping the belt the first time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ronald says, do you think for Sasha, she could confront the winner, the women's IWGP champion on November 20th, set up for a championship match at Wrestle Kingdom? I don't. And the reason I don't think that is because I know when WrestleCade tried to book her for their convention around the same time, they were told that uh, they are... Um, that she couldn't do anything wrestling until at least January 1st. So that's why I believe that. And nerd guru says Sasha posted a picture 
of her in Boston today, like a few minutes ago. Could it be a troll given AEW is in Boston tonight? Obviously, she lived there, but she's a smart woman. She is a smart woman, but I think it's I think it's her being smart, playing off of that buzz and trolling a little bit. And it's very, very smart of her to do that. Josh says, what do you make of the Young Bucks Wayward Sons trademark? Uh, one time on BTE, Jimmy, they said that in a perfect world, they'd be coming out to Kansas's carry on my wayward sons. Like that would, that would be their entrance theme. Do you think they maybe got that? Given uh, Tony Khan's history? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how many songs did he flat out buy? Yeah. You know what I mean? So absolutely. If he wants that music, he's going to get that music. Yep. What else you got, Jimmy? Well, we talked about Bray Wyatt a minute ago, so I want to ask your thoughts on Bray Wyatt. And maybe this is just me, but I, I always tend to keep tabs on, on social media sentiment to, to, to try to get a gauge of what people are thinking. So I want your opinion. I, I feel personally that the formula of Bray Wyatt cutting an in-ring promo, quote-unquote, as himself, followed by a video showing up on the screen, to me, it's becoming tired. They've done it three or four times already. And so I think they need to change it up. Where do you think they're headed? Do you think that they're going to, you know, Uncle Howdy's going to appear in the ring next or something? Because if they're going to continue every week, there's another Bray promo as himself and there's another video and there's another Bray promo as himself. It's going to get tired real fast if it isn't already. Uh, to me, do you think it's still as hot as ever or do you think it's time for them to do something different? I think it's time for them to do something different. Because so much of what got tiring with Alistair Black was, He's in the boiler room, smoky yes. backstage thing. Here's Bray Wyatt backstage just saying nonsense. I think you need this to establish that he's having like inner demons and battling his own personality and all that. But I thought last Friday's was a bit more effective because you incorporated somebody else into it. There's that person backstage. And on Saturday, you had the, the in front of the crowd thing. So I just I want to see some progression and something a little bit different. I thought on the Friday tape show they did that. It was a little bit different, but um, I, I don't want them to rest on their laurels and be like, "Well, here you go," because people will quickly tune out. Yes, because I I hope that what they're gonna not gonna do is have them do another promo, but now they show a different character on the video. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope that's not where they go. Like if if Uncle Howdy's the first one, do something with Uncle Howdy. But, uh, okay, so I'm not alone in thinking that. So let's move on to uh, to Mr. Billy Corrigan and Nick Aldis, Sean. Oh, boy. So I have had conversations before with people about how if you could remove yourself from your body and if you could, like, watch yourself from above, you know, and, and get a sense from an outside perspective of how you behave and, and how you conduct business, you'd probably, you might be surprised by what you see about yeah. what you do. I wish that Billy Corrigan could like pull himself out of his body and kind of watch himself to see how he's behaving because this whole thing with Nick Aldis, I think is stupid, you know, with all due respect to, to, to Billy Corgan and to Nick Aldis, really the NWA has pretty much been a body feeder promotion for a number of years, but the one constant that they have had has been Nick Aldis. He's the one guy who he looks like a champion. He talks like a champion. He carries himself like a champion. He's been a really good ambassador for that company. And the guy's contract is up in January by all accounts. He gives his notice because he's not happy with things. So you suspend him and you pull him from the pay-per-view. It's a really bad look. Uh, and then for Corgan on top of that to say, oh, he's working at an angle. He's working at an angle. Come on, man. 
it's 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 a so, really bad look, man. I got a lot to say about this. So I was scheduled to do an interview with Nick Aldis on Monday Number. to promote this show. Yep. Um, this weekend. This was set up, I believe, after he gave his notice. But I hit up Nick and I was like, hey, listen, I would still love to do this. And he said, Yeah. Well, then after all that went down, he's like, I'm gonna go fly out, do the Sam Roberts show, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, all right. In the summer, it was a work. I was positive it was a work. Uh, you know, when you got Billy Corgan telling PW Insider, Nick Aldis has magma heat like he's Dr. fucking evil or something. Like, come on. who? First off, who uses that term? And if, if, if you've got magma heat as a boss with Nick Aldis, like, what could Nick Aldis do to get that type of heat considering the services that he had already rendered for that company? He accepted less money during the pandemic. He accepted no money when the 10 pounds of gold thing started and he helped put the NWA back on the map to begin with. Like he has made an awful lot of sacrifice for that company. And he was, it seemed like he was willing to roll that into an angle with Billy Corgan back in the summer. However, when Billy Corgan goes out there and you got Murdoch going out there saying, oh, well, Empower wasn't a success. There's no depth. We can't run another one. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. Well, then you you go a little bit further than an angle. Then you get into disrespecting Nick Aldis's wife, Mickey James, who spent a lot of her time and her experience and all that trying to add to that show. And it's it's like spitting in her face. Well, that's a lot different than a wrestling angle. And also, it's complete and utter horseshit, too. Saying they don't have enough depth or nobody works the NWA style. You got fucking Tyrus main eventing. And I don't <laughs> I don't care how many major bendies he sells. Sorry, Cardona and Myers. Glad he's doing well for you. I don't care that he's on Fox News and that he, he can get eyeballs. He sucks in the ring. He's not good. He is not good. The style... What style? What style? Now, if you were talking about a Murdoch Aldis Cardona match, hell yeah, there's a style to that. And it's a really good one. I think that Murdoch and Aldis had a really great match. Cardona objectively gets buzzed, but he's also good in the ring. Look at the matches. Nick Aldis has done his, some of his best work of his career here. Cody versus Nick Aldis. You want to tell me that's the style? Hell yeah, that's the style. But you can't sit there and tell me there aren't enough women to run in power too because can they work the NWA style when one, you pulled Nick Aldis from a world title match and replaced him with Tyrus. Then you pull him from the show altogether. Now I have been, I've had people close to this say, at this point, it is not a work. It was. Now it's not. You know, I'm always going to be suspicious of stuff like this. Um, I'm not going to say. I, I would say Nick and I have had some contentious conversations in the past, but uh, it's been very professional over the last year or so. But, I mean, I don't doubt that Billy Corgan would love to pull one over. I mean, this whole thing seemed to happen the day after I interviewed him. And if you go back and watch my interview with Billy Corgan, I'm like, man, what's up with Tyrus? What's the deal? He ain't good. I get it. He's on Fox News. You want that buzz. But damn, man. Um, I, got, the, I got a lot of feelings about this. And it, none of it's good. Because Nick Aldis has done a lot for NWA. What would the benefit be of an angle? 
What's the benefit? I don't know because it makes it makes Billy either look inept from a kayfabe perspective or a real perspective, right? Like to me, there's no way in kayfabe or reality that taking Nick Aldis one out of a main event and replacing him with Tyrus, who should not be on a one-year undefeated streak to begin with, and then removing one of your best performers from a live show that people are going to come watch. To me, there's no way to look good in that, right? Like, if you're an NWA fan and you're going to an NWA show, there's probably a pretty good chance you want to watch Nick Aldis there, right? Like, he is their guy. He has been their guy. And despite those contentious conversations I've had with him, objectively, he's been that guy. The The reason he was frustrated with me in the first place is because I said that uh, they're going to have to get him a green screen and Ethan Page is going to have to teach him how to wrestle himself. And I said that because he's the only reliable guy that they've had for the past several years that hasn't gone anywhere. Ricky mm-hmm. Starks left. Zicky left. Thunder Rosa left. They, they all went somewhere. Nick Aldis stayed and took less money so other people could stay too. So, I man, I don't get it. I don't understand why after carrying that flag, after waving yep. that banner for as long as he did, as hard as he did, the professional compromises that he made. He passed up on an AEW deal, Jimmy. Passed up on an AEW deal to stick with NWA. I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, listen, Billy was like, well, if he wants to go his own separate ways, so be it. You also have to look at how certain things resonate with people. And if you're going to sit there and you're going to bury the quality of the women's talent when Mickey James went above and beyond to try to help make that happen, well, there you go. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense to me. And 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 you're two months out from, from the end of his contract. So just let the guy put somebody over on the way out. That's all you do. You got your paper, you're coming up. Have, have him put somebody over. That's the time-honored tradition. And you move on. The suspension thing to me is stupid. And the work at an angle thing doesn't make sense. I mean, Corgan's not going to get in the ring. What's the end game of an angle? Like, it's, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me at all. So I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so Jeff Jarrett makes his AEW debut last week on Dynamite. I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) It seemed that there was a mixed reaction to it. And I I look at it from the perspective of he has a lot to offer the business. I mean, God, he's a third generation. He has a lot to offer the business. Uh, Now he he is now the director of business development behind the scenes. In addition to being on camera. Have you heard about his AEW now contemplating live events? Like, cause that would be his job, right? I would be shocked if they weren't, but even if they aren't, they need to help develop some new areas right uh our friend shared delaware recently i was like oh might come to the cincinnati show might come to lexington show well she's like in the midwest she's like in illinois near near st louis i was like well why would she come to those shows besides you know seeing her friends but i looked at the schedule and that's what she said she's like go look at the schedule it is a a a wasteland out there like they never come to anywhere but the the east coast and texas maybe like so and bless Moxley for for damn being being here or else Cincinnati wouldn't get anything maybe Lexington wouldn't either mm-hmm. but like it's very bare in those states and up north and like out west even like you got to do shows in different places to grow that audience because their ticket sales haven't been too hot of late. Why is it? Do you think that they keep going back to the well? Like why? I mean, there's the venue size that they run; they're everywhere. Maybe cost, maybe, 
maybe like expenses as well. Hmm. So they're getting deals so. in these certain venues. Uh, Ronald says Orange Cassidy, Minoru Suzuki on for full gear now. Ronald, buddy, you got had. That was a fake Tony Khan account. <laughs> that was that was Tommy Khan, which was Tom's <laughs> Customs on Twitter, who does great photoshops. But that's y- awesome. you got got. Uh, Joel says, do you see Aldis going to WWE or where do you see him ending up? I see him having options, whether it be Impact making him an offer, um, mm-hmm. New Japan, I think he'd fit in there. Who knows if AEW would still want him at this point. They've got a really inflated roster, but WWE, I think he'd fit in really good. And I think they should bring back Mickey too, if they could. Uh, Shane says, Logan Paul just gave the eyes emoji to Cena being at Mania. Well, not if he's got a torn ACL, buddy. Yeah, he yeah. can he can close those eyeball emoji eyelids if that's the case. I mean, if Caden, Logan Paul is healthy, that's a match. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, Caden says it's hard times in the NWA, Daddy. And KE seven seven five says, uh, "Think we see any more returns between now and January first? Yes, absolutely. I think we will." Back to Jeff Jarrett. I like him a lot personally. I think he can help as a character. I actually liked his promo last week a lot too. Um, however, when he's popping up on TV with an act that has already been tired for me right. and Miro can't get on TV, well, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm going, do I need that? I don't know. Uh, do I need to hear that bomb-ass Jeff Jarrett theme? Hell yeah, I do. It rules. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I think he's a great hire for AEW, without a doubt. Yeah, I know that they have a history of taking a legend, putting them with young guys, and, sure. and giving the rub off. That's fine, but I the agree rub with off, Jimmy. <laughs> you listen, have Lucha, Jimmy. You have listen, Jimmy. I don't know about anybody putting people with the young guys to get a rub off, but damn, Jimmy, what the hell are we doing here? Listen, guys, if you want more content like that, we'll be live right after this. And the list goes on FightfulSelect.com. I mentioned this earlier. I dropped yesterday's backstage report free for all of our viewers, listeners, subscribers. It's available at FightfulPods.com on all of our podcast platforms. We're not just on YouTube. We are everywhere. But it is here on YouTube as well. Uh, And if you like it, share it. Tell the people you like it. I do that show every week, and I'm going to expand it now. I've offered a lot more of my opinions on these stories, but the uh, Backstage Report podcast is a review of the last week of exclusives and exclusive information we've had on Select. And, uh, yeah, I offer uh, a lot of additional insight. We do Q&As on Fightful Select. It's a lot more than just breaking news twice a day. But if you like that breaking news, broke the news of uh, somebody getting their Impact Wrestling release on FightfulSelect.com, it is just five dollars my friends caden says pause jimmy jimmy what else you got as we wrap up uh you know what? let's go to list goes on i want to talk about mjf i want to talk about braun Strowman. oh boy yeah um stuff about uh the 24 7 title and then a story that court bauer told about brett the hitman heart that i thought okay. was interesting so we'll go to list goes on and talk about that stuff the list goes on uh we got like 30 shows a month over there guys you all will love it Check us out. We're heading over there. And thank you to all of us who joined us. Come back tonight for the post-AEW show. Till next time, we are out.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.